Do you wish you had a safe social media platform for your youth athletes? Fortunately for you, there's a revolutionary new app that helps with just that. Introducing Small Player Big Play. Small Player Big Play app provides young athletes, parents, and coaches a user-friendly sports social media platform. The app allows users to connect with friends, make new friends, create groups, text, chat, and post pictures and videos of you and your teammates participating in your favorite sport or activity. To begin, users can simply download and sign up for the app using an email account. Younger users have the ability to sign up using their smartphone and a parent's email address. From there, users can begin to interact and engage with other users of the app. Small Player Big Play app also gives users the ability to live stream full games and events. You can live stream your event so that friends, family, or anyone in the world can see you in action. Users can also share posts from the app to their other social media accounts like Facebook and Twitter. What are you waiting for? Get in the game and share your love of sports with the world. Download the Small Player Big Play app today. Are you ready to listen to my dad, Joe, and Uncle Justin talk about sports? Now on with the show. The Joe Mays and J-Raff Show is brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop, which have been serving the greater Westlawn area delicious food for over 70 years. You are listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. Boring. A <clears throat> weekly podcast about sports since 2011. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time. With a focus on football. Sue, late in his career, is going to have his first Super Bowl title. Now, no wonder they want to call the Tampa Bay. Or Tampa Brady. One more snap, would you have guessed, when this impossible season was trying to launch that you'd get it all in you'd get to tampa and when the super bowl ended the ball would be in the hands of tom brady i don't know why we ever think it won't the tampa bay buccaneers have a second super bowl title in franchise history and tom brady doesn't pass the torch quite yet to mahomes does he no. even though you're looking at the greatest right there. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffoff. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Joe Mays and J Raff Show. Here we are for episode 333. That sees Justin and I attempting to become bowl eligible in our NCAA 14 dynasty mode as we coach, co-coach the Florida Atlantic Owls. And we got two games tonight, Justin, and um, well, we need to win. These are must wins. We do, yeah. They've kind of been that way for the last couple weeks. Yeah, we dug ourselves a bit of a hole in the first first third of the season, so uh, yeah, hey, been, been working on like it. Like you said before the show started, once we got into league play, things right. changed completely. Like, we all of a sudden became mediocre, but that was good enough. Oh, so, mediocre was a big step in the right direction. It was a big step in the right direction. So, tonight we're going to play two games. We're going we're gonna to keep the status quo, as we talked about Justin and I beforehand, because... 
Well, it's been working. Yeah, I think over the success. last two weeks, we're at least we're three and one. Yeah. Um, and that one loss was a close loss. So right. Justin's going to be defense. I'm going to be offense. We are hosting Southern Miss to start, and with the way things worked out, I'm going to be on offense first. So while we uh, play the game this evening, we are going to continue to talk about the NFL draft. And uh, well, I have a mock draft up, and Justin's going to run through that while I start our offensive uh, play. Alright, so I know there's there's been a lot of talk about the draft, um, obviously there will be even more this week as, as we lead into it, um, however most people feel like there is little to no drama at the top of the draft and that's, uh, this, this mock we have pulled up here would kind of go with that, especially through the first two, like that's, when I say no, uh, no drama at the top. That's kind of where we're starting out. Those first two, um, with the Jaguars taking Trevor Lawrence, um, and then the Jets taking Zach Wilson. Which um, an interesting point that someone brought up was they were like talking about before, and they talked about Zach Wilson and some some of the other guys. Um, but you know, sometimes you'll hear, "Well, if a team wants a quarterback, they should they should trade up and get one this year because there aren't there aren't any there aren't any big name quarterbacks coming out next year." Yeah, well, that that's kind of the word. But this was interesting because somebody said, "Yeah, well, two years ago, like, um, uh, the kid who went to Cincinnati, Rose, Burrow, Joe Burrow's, wasn't even projected in the first three rounds." Before the season, and and they they listed a number of examples over the last three or four years where the guy wasn't even projected maybe in the first two days of the draft, and then based on the one season went in the first first round or second round or something like that. And so he's like, so listen, he's like, I'm not saying that there are the huge names that there are in this draft, but he's like, don't just go on the idea that oh, you know, there's no one. And we're going to have to, um, you know, like, that there's no way that we can, like, get a quarterback next year. Let's get this first down. I'm going to take a timeout. Go ahead. You're just letting the clock run out. I don't want to run a read, not against that information. I didn't have the time to audible out of it. But, yeah, it is. Like, it's so funny because, remember, two years ago, everyone was talking about how Two a two a two a tank for two a blah 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 blah. Right. And then he falls to five because of things like Burrow. Her right. Herbert ends up going six. But now after one year, everyone thinks two is terrible. Which like, right? Come on, right. like you got to give these guys years, time. He, in two years, he went from the unanimous number one to, to a to, bust when he wasn't even a bust. Like it's just, it's kind of crazy. This is, we'll, so we'll go through some more of this. Here. But then I remind me to bring up the idea of the. Of the like rookie like pay scale thing because somebody brought up a really interesting point about that. Um, this one is really interesting because they have it going with number three, the Niners, and you you probably saw this, but I think the Niners are going to. Well, I don't know where they're going to go, but I feel like they have to have a good idea of where they want to go, or else they wouldn't have given up what they did to get up to number three. Right. Um, unless they just were like, look. We haven't decided yet. We'll take any of them. <laughs> but we, right, we're comfortable with any of them. We need to finalize our pick. 
and we want to be able to get who we want of those three. That's a fair set. That's a fair thing to do in my mind. Yeah. I think they're in a great spot because they don't have to get rid of Garoppolo yet. Um, this mock draft has them taking Justin Fields, and I think that would be really interesting. Uh, Kyle Shanahan has worked magic with a, a number of quarterbacks, um, including Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, they were one overthrow away, maybe, from a Super Bowl win two years ago. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Like, last time we talked about the over-under on wins, and, like, people are very high on San Francisco. Right. Nice. But I thought they overachieved when they went to the Super Bowl, and I thought they came back to earth last year. Now, they were hampered by injuries, so they're probably not as bad as they were, but I don't think they're a 10-win team. I just I don't. And it's interesting because, like, I don't know what to think of Garoppolo, but, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. But they have Justin Fields going there. I yeah. think Trey Lance is a really interesting one, especially because they still have Garoppolo there. So, like, he's not going to be forced to play right away. Right. I think You can make a case for all three, and that's why right. it makes the third pick well, so and, interesting. And this was another interesting point somebody made. Everybody's like, oh, Matt Jones isn't the athlete that everyone else is. Which is... Okay, he, he he's probably not quite as athletic as Justin Fields. I'll, I'll give uh, you that. Yeah, or Trey Lance. However, yeah, correct. However, they're like, just because he doesn't look the part doesn't mean he is Yeah, athletic. I mean, everyone's seen the picture of Tom Brady from 2000. Right. right? And, yeah, get him in an NFL weight. Not now. Alabama's as close to the NFL weight thing as he's going to need, you know. But... You know he's he's a college kid, so there there's room for growth there. Like it's not like you know you're the Alabama quarterback. I'm not going to go as far as to say as you're not athletic. And I like people. There are people who are like, all right, well the the jury's still out on Tua, but like you know Alabama hasn't produced NFL quality quarterbacks since like whatever. And I'm like. Okay, let's do the same for Ohio State. Right. All their guys flay, flame out really early. Right? Like, I. that's unfair. But at the same time, like, if you're going to do that. Oh, God, that was bad. We'll take the interception now. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so then it goes to Kyle Pitts at Ford at Atlanta, which is a really interesting one because Atlanta, that would be a really interesting weapon for them. I know we're... We're oh, nice pickup. Um, we're kind of split, and you took up the whole first quarter. Yeah, I did. That's awesome. Um, and this is why our offense is ranked. <laughs> hey, that that's a great quarter. Ball control, baby. Um, Kyle Pitts could end up being like the biggest. Player in the draft, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, everyone thinks he's the, the right. safest at the top, right? But the there's a lot going on there. Um, I I'm not sold that Atlanta doesn't trade out of that spot if so, someone else wants so to come up for go, a quarterback. And this is one of those things too. There's talk like, well, do they take a quarterback that they groom for the future? And maybe, but their cap hit on. Um, Matt Ryan, next year, I believe, not this year, I think it's next year's cap hit, is $40 million. Well, they got to restructure. Right. So, like, they can't, like, unlike the Niners, who, yes, Garoppolo has some money, like, at least, 
has years left and stuff there, but they're not hampered by that nearly as much, I don't think, as what the Falcons are right now. Oh, man. All right, so they have Pittsburgh. What do you want me to do? That's your call. I'm on the one. You're the offense. Man. I don't like any of this. Here we go. Nice. Two for two on fourth down conversions that drive. Yeah, one was on the, the first part of the drive right. on RA territory. It's like a quarter and a half off the clock. This is totally how I would coach if I were a head coach, too. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Bengals. They have them taking Jamar Chase. Of course they do. So they take Pitts and Chase at four and five. Yeah. Uh, that would be my nightmare scenario. So... Uh, they, oh, so this guy hasn't taken Devontae. Okay. So I, I do want to mention, this is all from the Draft Network. Um, I like drafttech.com and the draftnetwork.com are my two go-tos for uh, NFL draft information. So we're using um, the Draft Network here on this one. But um, they're both great resources. I love using them. And, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, Good stuff. So Justin went through the first one. Jaguars, Lawrence, Jets, Wilson, 49ers, Fields, and we talked about how that could be could really go any direction right now. Um, this writer here, I'm not sure who's this. Is. Oh, Ryan Fowler has it being Fields. Then Justin said Falcons take Pitts. Bengals go Chase. Dolphins go Devontae Smith at six. If this is the scenario that plays out for Miami, I want Miami to try to trade back down. I know they're probably not going to get what they gave to Philadelphia to move up unless someone's really desperate, but the board just didn't fall the way that they wanted it to. I don't think they value Smith that high, that, like up at six. If they can get him down at eight, nine, you know, eight to 12, I think you're okay with that. But if they can't find a trading partner, I probably think that's the way they go. Uh, Jeez, that was fast. Three and out, maybe. They got seven yards on first down, and then they end up being fourth and three. So we'll take that. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're the Dolphins and Pitts and Chase going four or five is not what you want to happen. I in my mind. Um, that was a terrible return. All right, so. Then they have the Lions taking Waddle, taking right? Waddle, which, okay, so if you had to rank those four, Pitts, Chase, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, where are you putting them in for the Dolphins? I'll put it in context. For the Dolphins, what order would you want them in? Chase, Pitts, Smith, Waddle. Okay, so you want Waddle last. See, I'm... I'm high on Waddle. But, but, no, no, no. I, like, I don't, it's, like, it's all relative. You're not like saying you don't want him. It's just... But like... So I'm hopeful, and this obviously doesn't have that happening. I'm hopeful that Waddle or Smith, one of them gets passed up on. What the heck? Um, and I don't know like who. Like, I feel like there's a better chance of Smith getting... Passed up because he weighed in at 166, which 
look, again, an NFL team will probably have him up to 175 in no time. Um, oh, no. No, it's not going to work. Oh, that was really crap. That was awful. That was the exact opposite of how the first drive went. So, um, Yeah, so Dolphins go Smith. Lions go Waddle. Panthers go Sewell. Um, I don't see Sewell falling outside of the top ten, but I think there are some people that actually might like Slater. Yeah. As much or more. No, yeah. That I could see. I like, kind of like what they have here. They have Sewell going eight, Slater going nine. Uh, where do they have uh, Darisaw going? So Darisaw 13. So you get no tackles in the first seven picks, and then you get, what, three and six picks. So it would be interesting to see. Do are, do the Panthers, if a quarter, one of the quarterbacks they wanted to see if, if he's available, do the Panthers trade up even after getting Darnold? I've heard people throw that around. Right, yeah, which is interesting. I know they came out and said they're not going to make a decision on ex, on his fifth-year extension until after the draft, which they don't have to. They said normal timeline is early May for those like decisions, so like it's not that odd. But uh, Broncos get Slater. Um, with the quarterback still available, I guess I'm a little bit surprised they didn't. They don't have the Broncos taking Lance, uh, yeah, or yeah. Mac Jones. Um, but offensive line is a need as well. Cowboys. I feel like I've only seen cornerbacks sent to Dallas, um, and they get Patrick Sertain here, who I think is the best one available, and he gets to play with Trevon Diggs, who they took last year in the second round. Dallas did. Um, so I think that's pretty slam dunk. What do you feel about this? Parsons to the Giants, just three years after Barkley to the Giants. Oh, yeah, like it'll probably happen. Ah. Well, now we're getting into your pick after we go. So Dallas Giants Eagles are three picks in a row, and the Eagles get to go the last part of that. So they get to see maybe two players they wanted leave to division rivals. Right, uh, which is. Like, I understand. I'm not upset about them trading back necessarily, but it is frustrating to see two rivals go right ahead of you. Um, this has them taking Horn, JC Horn, out of South Carolina. I, like, I wouldn't be. He's an aggressive it, corner. Right. And in this, in the way this has played out, with both Alabama wide receivers, Pitts and Chase all being gone, um, and Parsons being gone, like, I'd be perfectly fine with this. Um, if it plays out this way, like, that's who I honestly would probably want them to take at this point. So I, I'd, be, I'd be all right with that. If it, if it shakes out this way, getting a horn there, Someone and it's going to be someone that's probably going to need to play right away. Like that's Come fine. On. Stop throwing at his back shoulder. Um, the Chargers, like yeah, Darisaw going there. Another tackle, protecting Herbert, who they found for the future. Um, at fourteen, they have the Vikings taking um, the linebacker Vera Tucker out of USC. Um, oh, a lot of the the offensive linemen. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I read the thing off. Um, 
And it says it, they're still surprised. Like, they don't have Trey Lance or Mac Jones still off the board here, but Kirk Cousins is – they have too much money in them to, to not, like, protect him. Here you go. 15. Yeah, Who do you great. think they have the Patriots taking? Come on. Catch the ball. Trey Lance. They do have him taking. Trey Lance. That is a scary situation, in my opinion. Not, not because there's any guarantees, but just – I don't like you have a potential high first round talent right there to Belichick and again it just it could be it could be tough uh, the Cardinals getting Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech and he was thought as a possible top 10-12 pick before he had medical recheck and another surgery right right because a lot of people thought so he sat out this past year um but yeah, a lot of people before some of the medical stuff have him like some people have him higher than like certain nice pass. It's awesome when they don't underthrow by ten yards, right? Um, they had him up there with certain and you know some of the other like in Horn, like they had him like almost like three ways. But with with that stuff that has kind of lingered there, um, you hope he's good to go and, and everything like that. But. Um, Oh my god. Come on. They have the Raiders. Oh! Did you get it? Oh my gosh. I don't have any timeouts though. Yeah, but it might stop because it was a change of possession. Twice. What? Well, do I attempt at one pass? Oh, heck yeah. Um, they have the Raiders taking uh, offensive tackle Tevin Jenkins. They said he fits the Gruden mold perfectly. Oh, he dropped it! Oh, oh my gosh! Do it again. It only, took four, it only took four seconds. Right, exactly. I can't believe he dropped it. I mean, I can't All believe right. it. We're, ter <laughs> we're terrible. And then they have the Dolphins' second pick. Is it Najee Harris? No, no. Is it a defensive or a rusher? Yeah, yeah, interior defensive lineman. That's all right. It was short. He probably better off. I'd pick it. Yeah, I'll pick it. They have him taking Christian Barmore out of Alabama. Really? It says his stock has continued to rise following an outstanding last two months of his redshirt sophomore season. A defensive lineman? I just. Miami's 3 4 front. Barmore's presence anchoring Raekwon Davis and Christian Wilkins jolts. Brian Flores unit into the top defense. I mean, the they're not wrong, but... Right, but at 18... Yeah. They have Washington at 19 taking uh, the linebacker out of Notre Dame, Owasu Karoma. Man, they're... <laughs> add him to Chase, Chase Young. Like, just... They got a lot of talent on that defense still. Um, well, that was a weird... <laughs> That was a weird play, a series of plays right there. Yes. All right, Reese Davis, thanks, guys. Just about set to start the third quarter. So, where are we at here? So, we left off. You had the with the Washington football team taking the Notre Dame linebacker. So, the Bears get Mac Jones. So, they have Mac Jones all the way at 20. Wow. For a while, Mac Jones was seen as the number three, like right. third overall pick. Here they have him going all the way at 20. Um, and they say he doesn't need to start this year, obviously. 
Um, Quiddy Pay, the edge rusher from Michigan to the Colts. Um, the Colts are also in need of a tackle since uh, Costanza retired. Oh my gosh. Um, but they're not able to get one here. Um, Fowler has Rashad Bateman going in the first round. He had an electric 2019, but did not play well or enough in 2020. But they have the Titans taking him here. Um, so they did lose Corey Davis, but A.J. Brown looked like a superstar last year. So perhaps if Bateman doesn't have to shoulder the load and Tannehill can continue his stellar play from the last two years, Bateman could make some noise there. Another cornerback in the first round, this one to the Jets, Greg Newsom from Northwestern. Then Najee Harris goes to the Steelers at 24. This is why I asked you if he had Miami yeah. taking Harris, because Harris I don't think is making it out of the first. Um, and Etienne could also make it in the first, so Miami would be in the same position they were last year, um, where they may not get a day one or day two running back. And they attempted to offset that with trades and free agency last year, and it just didn't work out with Brida and Howard. I would like to see Miami take a back with one of their first four picks that they have right now. Obviously, they're I, they're not taking someone at six, oh, but at eighteen, it's definitely a possibility. Because I don't know that I see anyone taking Harris before the Steelers at twenty-four, uh, but they get him here since Miami went with Barmore. Um, Jaguars get one of my favorite guys, another Bama guy, Landon Dickerson, the uh, interior offensive line. He can play center or guard. Browns get Elijah Moore, the receiver from Ole Miss. Ravens, edge rusher Joe Tryon. Saints, John Davis, linebacker from Kentucky. Packers, Alex Leatherwood. Bills, Jalen Phillips, the rusher from the University of Miami. Ravens, Samuel Cosme, who can now um, help offset the loss of the Orlando Brown, who they traded to the Chiefs. And the Chiefs are just another example of why the Chiefs are so good. They knew they had offensive line issues. They may have five different starters on the offensive line next year versus what they had this year. Now, one or two of them are returning after opting out, including Levant Tard, um, including a doctor, including a doctor who they, the NFL won't allow to put MD on the back. Yeah, how ridiculous! But is that? Junior in the third is okay, but MD is not. But um, yeah, I feel like that's perfect example of one of those where, like, if you got it, that like the NFL should be promoting that like crazy you know what I mean like right oh my gosh um and the Buccaneers get Rondell Moore a wide receiver too who had an amazing freshman year but hasn't Dude, stayed healthy the last two imagine years. adding him to the Bucs yeah to the Bucs oh right gosh and that, that's on top of everything else they already have so let's take a look at Ben Solax he's another guy at the draft network and see where he's at oh it's field goal yeah oh, so um Obviously, Jaguars are taking Trevor Lance. Jets taking Zach Williams. He has the 49ers taking Trey Lance. Okay. Okay, okay. So, a different one here. So, yeah, this so, is a different. Yeah, so Trey Lance going number three to the Niners. I think uh, that's the one I'm still on. Um, we'll see. But, like, and that's going to be a wait and see one. But I feel like they, they've got time to wait and see there. Um, maybe, well, maybe not, because like you, if you feel like your defense is still good, maybe you should strike while the iron's hot there. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Ian, so here you go. Like everybody talks, oh, won't have to play right away. Won't have to play right away. Yeah, but if, if you and I are, like we said, aren't quite sold on the Niners, 
Well, what do you do if you're mediocre? Do you keep going with your quarterback? You know what I mean? To not you still play Jimmy Garoppolo? You know what I mean? If you if you are not, well, if they're taking Lance, I assume they're playing Garoppolo because I don't think Lance is ready. No, but that's the thing. Like, but if you see you're going to be a nine and eight team. Are you like? Oh, God, I hate that so much. I know. Are you still going to be playing? Like, are you not going to play Lance at the end of the season? You know, like I, it just, I, I don't know. Um. Well, and who knows if Garoppolo hold can your block? Who knows if Garoppolo can stay on the field? You know what I mean? Like that's that's another big piece. Again, they have the Falcons taking Kyle Pitts. Uh, uh, no, I don't want any of that. And number five, they have them going Jamar Chase to the Bengals. Again. All right, who do they have the Dolphins taking? They have them taking Waddle. Waddle, uh, whatever. Like, honestly, okay, I... Right, right, that would be fine. Like, here's the thing. Waddle was the wide receiver that was going to win the Heisman through the first third of the season. Right, and then he got hurt in October. Right. And... So here we go. After that, though, big-time trade into number seven with the Detroit Lions. The Patriots trade up and take Justin Fields. Oh, God, no, I don't want that. Yeah, I don't want that either. Um, have the Panthers taking Sewell? No. Come on. They have the Panthers taking Sewell. Freaking receiver would block. And then they've got, let's see, the Broncos getting Mac Jones at nine. I don't know that. I know John Elway has transitioned into a slightly different role, Crap. but he's still calling the shots. That's not good. That's that was terrible. Cowboys taking certain. I didn't get to see the Eagles. All right. All right. Eagles take horn. Again. Yep. All right. Again. I'll, again. In that scenario, I'm, I'm okay with that. Are you okay with them taking Horn over Parsons? Parsons, who drops all the way to 17? Yes. I mean, so, it, it would be. It would be interesting for um, him to go to Penn State, the team that I, I root for, or for Penn State player to go to the Eagles, but like I feel like that would just be. He'd be destined to not be very good then. Yeah. Um, He's taken down at the but, and the Eagles need secondary help so bad. I mean, they need help everywhere. <laughs> so, after that, the Chargers again get offensive line help with Rashawn Slater. Vikings get offensive line help with Vera Tucker from USC. The Lions trading back with the Patriots ended up with Devontae Smith there. So, they were possibly thinking wide receiver early. They got him later after picking up some picks, too. Farley goes to the Cardinals. Parsons to the Raiders. Dolphins get Jalen Phillips, the edge rusher, out of the University of Miami at 18. One of my personal favorites, the linebacker from Tulsa, Zavin Collins, goes to Washington at 19. We see back-to-back offensive tackles, Dara Saw to the Bears. And here's a, a new one that I kind of mentioned in the last one, that the Colts need an offensive tackle to replace Costanzo. They go with Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State at 21. Rashad Bateman to the Titans, again focusing on wide receiver for 20, Tennessee. Uh, Pay from Michigan to the Jets at 23. And once again, Najee Harris to the Steelers at 24. Owusu Koroma to the Jaguars at 25. Barmore lands with the Browns at 26. Try on the edge rusher to Baltimore. Greg Newsome, the cornerback to the Saints. Linebacker Davis to the Packers. And here's Etienne, the running back, to the Bills. 
before Morig, the safety from TSU, goes to Baltimore, and Carlos Basham, the edge rusher from Wake Forest, lands with Tampa Bay. So, did any of theirs stand out to you? Who would they have gone to Buffalo again? Travis Etienne. Oh, okay. Filer would love that. Yeah. Clemson-Buffalo connection. Although, the last time they took a Clemson running back, it didn't really work out real well. But... So why don't we run um, our own mock here and see what the uh, the computer throws at us a couple times, and we'll we'll just do let's just do two rounds. After that, it gets kind of crazy. Um, we'll do Dolphins and Eagles, and uh, we'll see what happens. I'll get the the um, the draft started. So no surprise, Lawrence goes first. Wilson second. Lance goes third. Pitts goes fourth. Um, I'm being offered a trade from the Panthers. They want me to drop two spots to pick up a third-round pick. Wow, so the they, this one has the Bengals taking Waddle at five over Chase, so I'm clearly taking Jamar Chase. So, Justin, for your Eagles... I just broke like four tackles. Justin, for your Eagles, okay. top available are Mac Jones, J.C. Horn, Micah Parsons, Christian Derisaw, Caleb Farley, Tevin Jenkins, Jalen Phillips, Zavin Collins, Christian Barmore. Take, take Horn. Take Horn. Yep. So pretty standard for us right there. We're in trouble here, by the way. Yeah, I know. I see that. How much time is left? Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay, well, I gotta figure out how to throw the ball. Alright. Or I need to return this. So. So you were offered a trade. I don't do any trades, it just okay, adds so a line. lot. Oh! The 36 yard line. Okay, so. Where are we here? Your pick. Who's on the board? Um, Christian Derisaw. Tevin Jenkins. Jalen Phillips on the edge. Um, Christian Barmore. Awasu Kuroma. Quiddy Pay. Pay. Aziz Ojulari. Najee Harris. Joe Tryon. Rashad Bateman. Greg Newsome. You know, give me Harris. Has built getting Elijah Moore. Nope. Oh. Right. So, well, yeah, they didn't Miami's back up. Well, this sucks. Right. Well, we need to make something happen. I'm going Landon Dickerson. I mean, as much as I'd like to take Jason away, um, if it breaks this way, I'm taking Dickerson. Um, hey, Eagles are right after Miami. Oway, Stokes, Cosme, Terrace Marshall. You want Terrace Marshall? Or Rondell Moore? 
Um, or you now you want to hear other positions? Just so run through who I who are my options here. Jason Owe, Eric Stokes, cornerback; Samuel Cosme, offensive tackle; Terrace Marshall, wide receiver; Liam Eichenberg, Take offensive tackle. Did you say? Yeah. Who did you say? Marshall. Terrace Marshall. I'm using the timeouts here because we need the two possessions. So like. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we need as much time. Nope, don't need to trade offer. I'm off the kick. Um, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm going to go Gregory Rousseau to get Miami an edge rusher here. Uh, I'm not sure we have any more picks. I want to see the haul that we got in our first two rounds. So this is so incredibly disappointing. <laughs> All right, so so with the four picks, again, no trades, four picks, I got Chase, Najee Harris, Landon Dickerson, and Gregory Rousseau with my four picks, and you got J.C. Horn and Terrace Marshall with your two picks. I think we'd both be pretty happy if that's the way uh, uh, the draft broke on Thursday night. Yes. So, yeah, I'd be okay with that. We will um, be broadcasting live Thursday evening. We're, we're, we're hoping to play two games Thursday night, but um, I don't think that's going to be happening be now. As, um, as this loss here, I think, doesn't allow us to become bowl eligible. So um, what started out as promising little winning streak here and actually not too bad start to the game, and things unraveled quickly. Um, I feel like the games where we've started out real strong. We've... Crap the bed the yeah. rest of the way. Well, I, I I can't let them get me off my game. I just I with the talent we have at quarterback and receiver, they drop too many passes, and the quarterback can't throw the ball. That where pass I'm before halftime, where they just dropped it in the end zone. Yeah, that's frustrating. A lot of this is frustrating. Well, yes, a lot of this is frustrating. A lot of this is frustrating. <laughs> so. So that's a little quick simulation of the way th how things could go. I'm gonna let's pull up uh, Draft Tech and see where how they have things going. Um, obviously, um, Lawrence is gonna go one. Wilson's gonna go two. So let's see where they have us have the 49ers going. Um, oh, I guess. Well, no, I already did the recruiting. Okay, so I, I wasn't sure what. Oh, so that is. So very disappointing. Yeah. So, um, let's see. So that puts us at four and six, but we only have the one game left, right? Yeah. And is there a conference championship that we're we we're aiming to play in? I don't know if they have a game or not, though. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Well, we have a game against Old Dominion in week 13. Right. Um, And then week 14 is FIU, right? Yeah. So we could get the six wins. Oh, yeah, we could. We just need to win them both, and FIU is really good, aren't they? Yeah, FIU is like 10 and 1 or something like that. <laughs> That's a problem for future Joey and Justin. That's a problem for next week's Joey right. and Justin. Right. Or actually, not next week. That's a problem for five days from now. Yes, yeah. 
Yeah, so well, we have to win against Old Dominion. If we lose to Old Dominion, it doesn't matter at all. Right, right. Oh, we had... I thought we had some so momentum on I know, our side. I know. Well, and, like, the thing is, like, we had a closer game with Auburn than we did with Florida Atlantic, and that's how Florida came. Oof. Like, Yeah, we got housed by South Florida. But, like, Southern... Oh, that, that's so frustrating. Right. Oh, hey, we got two commits somehow. I mean, they're probably no good, but... Whatever. Right in. Or blend right in with the rest of the team. Okay, so on this uh, on this one, they have the Niners taking fields at three. So I think the consensus is nobody has any clue what John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan are going to do with with their pick, other than go quarterback. They really don't. What if they went Sewell? Like, what if they trade up? What if they take one of the receivers? Oh my gosh, they take Jamar Chase, like. Or Pitts. Or Pitts, yeah. To go with Kittle? Well, that's what... Oh, my gosh. That would be insane. Um, but here they have the Jaguars trading up the four to get... Uh, my, my dad just texted me, turn out the lights, the party's over. <laughs> Thanks for your support. Um, so they have the Jags trading the 25, 33, and 65... Their picks to the Falcons in exchange for the number four. Holy. So Jacksonville's jumping up from like the 20s. Right. From 25. Because that's the pick that they got from Los Angeles, right? Yeah, the Rams. Yeah. So. Look at defense. 22nd in points. First in yards. First in pass. First in rush. Offense. 119. 126. 120. 126. So. Oh, we're on the road. Man, but can you imagine if. If Jacksonville in the took two had two picks in the top four, um, well, they've screwed it up in the past. Right. So, and then they have Cincinnati taking Kyle Pitts. I'm so surprised that all these places. Like I get, like in the in the other ones, it made it made a little bit more sense because. Uh, well, no, it didn't. That's what I'm gonna say. I guess in this one, it makes a little more sense. For them to and not take, because Sewell's gone in this one is what I'm trying to say. Um, like, but they had a franchise quarterback that they couldn't keep healthy because he was running for his life all year. Giving him another weapon doesn't help wait, him. Wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about Cincinnati? Sorry. I know, but are you talking about Joe Burrow, Andy yeah. Dalton, or Carson Palmer? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh gosh. So yeah, I know. I like as salivating as it should be. <laughs> as salivated as it should be to pair Chase with Burrow. Yeah. And you know Burrow's probably lobbying for that. You would think, but like also he probably doesn't want to get hit either. Right. He's also coming off a torn ACL. It, it's not as flashy or sexy to take Chase or Pitts. But I do think they should be taking Sewell if he's available. Now, he's not here. Right. In this one, he's not. But in the other two that we've gone through, he but has been available. I feel like if he's not available, why would you not take Chase? You know what I no, mean? No, you're right. You're right. So, like, I know everyone seems to think Pitts is this, like, generational talent and, like, is Vernon Davis from you know 16 years ago or whatever, but even better. It's and frustrating. Like we can see it's what frustrating. Chelsea by the way, do, but real quick, it's frustrating that I had the that side linebacker spying and 
He didn't make the play. With nowhere to be found. Right. Don't get me wrong. I moved a guy out of the like, in the wrong direction too. But um, yeah, so I'm just surprised to see Kyle Pitts there as well. Um, I don't know. It's uh, it is what it is. I mean, we're surprised every year. Every year, I honestly, I'm convinced that I know exactly what's going to happen because I've seen all the mock drafts. And every year, the NFL teams throw wrenches in those. Um, but, I mean, Miami gets Chase here, and I'm very excited for that. That's oh, man. I, yeah, there you go. That's what I want to happen. Um, and we get receivers now three in a row. You know, a tight end, wide receiver, wide receiver. Uh, Devontae Smith goes to Detroit. By the way, like, I ran into the guy, and he didn't tackle him. Wonderful. Rashawn Slater to Carolina. So they're going to protect Sam Darnold. What a novel... Um, what a novel... Uh, Creation. Um, I, I points to Draft Tech for incorporating Ghostbusters into this pick analysis. Because <laughs> um, Sam Darnold talked about seeing ghosts a few years ago, um, so they're talking about drafting some Ghostbusters. So I, I enjoy that. Very, very good Draft Tech. Um, Denver goes Parsons in this one. Oh God, you're playing an option team. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, I, Denver is another one of those. I just don't know what to think. Is Lynch or not Lynch? Is um, Elway ready to figure out that he can play quarterback unlike many people, but he doesn't know how to find the raw quarterbacks? Right. Or is he going to keep going back to that well and hoping like fourth times a chance? Just keep drafting the tallest quarterback available. <laughs> but they go Parsons here. So Parsons and Hamler out in Denver. Deshaun too, although I heard Deshaun could be on the block. Because they don't really have enough spots for him, right. and teams have been inquiring. So we could see Deshaun get flipped for a, a six-round pick when the draft comes up uh, Thursday night. Well, probably Friday or Saturday. I'd take him for a six-round pick. Um, here's another trade. Patriots moving up with the Cowboys to get Mac Jones this time. Uh, that also terrifies me because he's the most NFL ready of the quarter or of the three left. Yes, the three remaining quarterbacks not named Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. So that one, I, I, I don't, I don't like that either. Waddle goes to the Giants at eleven, but Sertain gets to go to the Eagles at twelve. So see, the problem here is, and again, they've they've. Shocked me a little bit the last couple years, but I just can't believe that the Cowboys would pass up on Patrick Sertain because of the name. Like Jerry loves like making that splash. You know what I mean? Like, but I, I'd be thrilled with that. Um, you know, they have it as a value of plus four, which at twelve isn't too bad. You know what I mean? Like that's that's a pretty good. Yeah, uh, I'll take that. I, I, in my dream scenario is, well, no, it would require Pitts to be available. But I told you, I was like, maybe the Cowboys love Pitts so much that Jerry wants to drop, move up from 10 to 6. But that would require, well, I guess that means Chase goes at 5. Right. But who goes at 4? Maybe Sewell? But, yeah. Or maybe Chase. Well, they're not going to take Chase. I, I don't even know if it could even happen. Uh, but that's like my dream scenario is the Cowboys selling the farm, Miami dropping to 10, still getting Devontae Smith or, or Jalen Waddle, right, right. and then picking up a whole bunch of stuff from the Cowboys. Right. 
So they have the Bears trading up to 13 and getting Trey Lance. Okay. Wait, Justin Fields wasn't taken yet. I don't believe so. No. Um, so, wow, okay. So then they've got Minnesota taking Alex Leatherwood. Great tackle, man. The Cowboys at 15 taking uh, J.C. Horn. Which I have to say I don't like. If, if I just talked about three mocks in a row where the Eagles get Horn and I'm excited... Uh, I don't want him to go to the Cowboys. Um, Arizona taking Tyson Campbell out of Georgia. Get up the field! It has Vegas taking Trevon Morig out of TCU, a safety. I would put it as slim chance that the uh, Raiders don't take an offensive pick. Um, what? Oh my God! It's a way. This is they a have wonderful. Night. They have Christian Darisol going to Miami at eighteen. What? Okay. <laughs> right, I'm not with them now. Not, not a I, fan, huh? Not a fan. Well, I just I think that's I think it's unnecessary with what's available, right? And what they need, they. I mean, I know at times we talked oh, about them taking. Catch a ball. We th- talked about them taking Sewell. Like we debated whether or not if you know Pitts and Chase are gone, do they stay at six and take Sewell? I just. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm not a huge fan of that because I feel like they need more of interior help than exterior. They took um, Austin Jackson last year. Uh, to start at left tackle, they drafted Hunt. Now, I know Hunt could slide inside from right tackle to a uh, guard, um, but they already have a, that kind of covered. But, I mean, if they take Darisaw, he mans right tackle and Hunt's available to work with Flowers and the other guard options. Um, center is what they need because they lost out um, on Andrews. He resigned with the Patriots. They didn't draft Tooney, who would have slotted that guard. Yes, go, go, go. Don't you love it when they turn the wrong way? Yeah, it's my favorite. So I don't, I, I don't know if I'm a fan of that. Um, with some of the other things that, some of the other people that were available, it's not a terrible pick. Right. I understand the thinking behind it. I guess I just wasn't. I just don't agree with it. I just wasn't planning on seeing them take a tackle, but. Right. Right. I mean, Darisol's a good player, so right. I shouldn't be that upset about it, especially as a former offensive lineman. It has Kansas City trading up. The 19. Um, Wait, Kansas City trading up? Yeah, from 31. Well, they don't have that pick anymore. Right. So this this so this is outdated. Okay. Um, in exchange, but it had them taking Jalen Phillips there. Has the Chargers trading with the Bears? Man, there's a lot of trades in this one. Um, to get the tackle, uh, Vera Tucker. Has Indianapolis taking um, Texas tackle uh, Samuel Cosme? Yep. On an already solid offensive line. Right. Um, Tennessee taking Rashad Bateman. Interesting pick well, we, there. I mean, we, we talked about wide yeah. receiver to Tennessee a lot. So um, The Jets 
trading and getting Wyatt Davis, guard out of Ohio State. Has Pittsburgh taking Travis Etienne. So it has everybody's on board with the Steelers taking first round running. Yeah, but I think they want someone like Harris, not like no, Etienne. No, no, I, I, I so I'm a little bit surprised by agree. that. Um, Although I don't feel like Etienne's a terrible fit for them. I just I thought they kind of wanted to get more uh, three down bruising type no, guy. No, I was gonna say Harris has Steelers written all over him, and I know like nice, nice, nice. Um, it has the Falcons trading with the Jaguars to get the 25 and taking uh, Pay from Michigan. Cleveland taking Gregory uh, Rousseau. Rousseau. Yeah. Sorry. Out of uh, Miami. It'll be interesting. Another edge rusher there with Clowney, too. That's. Wait, where was that, too? Cleveland. With Miles. And, and Clowney. Wow. That would be interesting. I wonder if this happened before that. Because we already talked this is... Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm feeling this. I mean, I think it has a date on it. You know what? It doesn't mention anything about... Clowny at all. Clowny at all on here. So, yeah, they're probably due for an update. They'll have one. They'll, they'll have at least one few, more. Yeah. They'll probably have it. Actually, it might even be tomorrow. Has the Ravens... Oh, you want to kick off? Nice answer there, by the way. Thank you. After looking awful in the last game outside of the first drive, He's hopefully they'll turn that in again. Richie Grant. Wow. Oh, we, we got, got a touchback, baby. Wow, nice. I'll take it. Richie Grant. All right. I'm not very familiar with Richie Grant. Um, Asante Samuel making it into the first round here to the Saints. Uh, Wosu Karoma, to Notre Dame linebacker to Green Bay. Barmore, the Alabama defensive lineman to Buffalo. Tevin Jenkins um, with Washington trading back with the Chiefs, which, again, um, that's outdated, but they get Tevin Jenkins there. And the pass rusher from Georgia, Ojolari, goes to Tampa Bay. Again, I feel like Tampa Bay can do no wrong. They, they're, like you've said multiple times, absolutely running it back by bringing everyone back. And now they've got a first-round pick that they're just going to be sitting there and can listen to people who want to trade up or just take the best player available. So it'll be interesting to see um, what, they, what they end up doing. But... And yeah. This running back runs outstanding routes out of the backfield. What what <laughs> within reason what would be your best case scenario for the Eagles? Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddle? Um, One of the Bama receivers then. Yeah. Obviously, you know, mine is Chase. I mean, I don't I don't know that that would happen. Like I said, I think and don't get me wrong, like it's one of those I don't think Devontae Smith should be discounted purely because of his size. Like, I understand. It's the NFL, man. It, uh, right. Well, I thought we had two guys pick that off. Um, oh, here we go. So we still have all three timeouts, too. What they end up doing. Your, your favorite, the up-tempo offense. But... So my my ideally, honestly, I'd almost rather Waddle fall because I feel like Rager. Not, not that Rager is Devontae Smith, but like you know the speedy like guy. If you have the proper system, it doesn't like it won't matter. Right, and the thing is, like I. 
I have no idea what the Eagles system is going to look like. You know what I mean? Like, um, so we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But no, oh my gosh. Um, but I would love for Waddle to fall there. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's part of me that would be like, it's really cool if. He dropped it again. Two straight. They dropped two straight passes. It would passes. be really cool if uh, if Parsons went to the Eagles. But like I said, I just like draft night and stuff. Oh, right. That's great. Then I feel like the pressure's on. And like I I don't know that they're good enough to, <laughs> for that to really help them. Um, I'm scared to death that Howie's going to screw this up, though. I'm really worried that how it's going to screw it up. What do you want me to do here? R45. I don't know, man. Fourth and three. How confident are you that we can get three yards? So they're going to go for it here. Confident enough, I guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> Never a doubt. Never oh a doubt. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, I'd say Waddle falling... Oh, shoot. Waddle falling would be my ideal situation. Never a doubt. Which, which, which could happen because, I mean, it's an injured guy, so that would make perfect sense for the Eagles, right? Uh, Devontae Smith being there, I think jokes. my more realistic... Possibility of things that no that could be you know that he could be there yeah um, and I'd be thrilled with either one of those guys. Um, to be honest though, take like like we said, taking one of the big defensive back guys no and then being able to get a solid wide receiver in the in the second round, you know, I, I'd be okay with that. It's not ideal, but it, it's I feel like that's very solid. Um, a buddy of ours, Dustin, uh, on on Twitter today was just like, there's a lot of rumors that the Eagles are going going to take a quarterback in the first round, and I thought Surrey was going to drop it, man. Like they have so many times. Then we were decisive. I was decisive and told you to go for it on four and three. <laughs> um, but if they take a quarterback, it would be hard to stay like positive. About I cannot it. see that happening. Like that, that would just be. I feel like that would just be how he's like I can do what I want. Like essentially what it is. I can do what I want. Which isn't. That's not wrong. He, he has already proven he can just do whatever he wants. So for Miami, obviously, it's Chase is my number one guy. I don't want to see them entertaining or sniffing around quarterbacks just like you said. Um, Chase is my number one. i got to go with Pitts at two, even though I'm not as sold on him as some are. Yeah, I'm telling you, though, man, lining him up with Gusecki. Oof. They still have need at receiver though, because like I like Parker, but he can't stay healthy. No, that's, that's fair. Same thing with Preston Williams. Now they'll have Albert Wilson coming back, but again, like none of these guys really 
instilled too much fear. I mean, sometimes when Devontae Parker's on, he's on, but the problem is he's only on like every 10 games. <laughs> so I, that's why I want Chase, but if they can find someone else, I mean, I don't think they're going to double dip. I don't think they're going to go um, Pitts at 6 if he's available and then at 18 go with Bateman or one of the Moors or Rondale or Elijah. I'm just letting them take this into, like, that's fine. We don't need to try and get greedy here. We get the ball, too, don't we? Yeah, I was a little surprised. But. So, that that's where I'm at um, for Miami. And at 18, you know, we talked about I wouldn't be super excited with the tackle, but if someone drops, maybe. Again, you had, in the one you had, they went with Barmore, and right. like as amazing as it would be to have Raquan Davis, Barmore, and Wilkins if they go in with an odd front. I just feel like the defense wasn't the problem last year for the most part, other than maybe the Buffalo game, you know, that notwithstanding. But no one was on for that Buffalo game. That was just abysmal all around. I just feel like they need too much help on on offense to uh, to go with a defense alignment. Right. But I mean, I'd be ecstatic if Parsons was there and they took him. Yeah. And I'm a big Zavin Collins fan, but I kind of wish he would be available with their first pick in round two. Um, I really would like to see them go with. Um, I really, I, I want Najee Harris at 18. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would that would be it would be a, a commitment, you know, it would be a commitment to offense and helping your quarterback. Like, right, you get Chaser Pitts and then the thing, Harris. The thing is, the way I feel about the Dolphins is like I'm not, I'm not sold that Tua that they need to move on from Tua, and I know that sounds absolutely ridiculous. You know what I mean, but. I feel like you understand exactly what I'm saying because there's some people who do feel like all they need. No, to there be, are people all the time. Every they, article they need to be like they need an insurance policy in case like who is not the guy. Like every article posted on like Pro Football Talk and and like the Dolphins blogs and stuff. And, and this, I feel like this is mostly coming from people outside the Dolphins fan base. Like I don't see much many Dolphins fans being like we have to move on. He started what ten nine games. Yeah. Like, how are you going to judge someone that started nine games? Also, was coming off an egregious and terrible hip injury. Steamer broke out the back of his pelvis. Think about that. Think and about that. Had no off-season program. There was no contact whatsoever. Oh, and it was COVID, so like you didn't even have a regular in-season time. That's what I mean. There was nothing going on. Right. Everything was weird last year. Yeah, no, I, and that's why, that's why I would like to see the uh, commitment to him. You know what I mean? Like, give him help. Right, exactly. Like, if you want to find out if he's your guy, give him guys that'll let you figure that out. You know, if you draft a wide receiver, let's say they go if you give him. Yeah, pits in an offensive lineman or pits in a running back at like Harris. Right, and the offense is still struggling. Not at the beginning, but like, you know, you, you're not finding your your way about halfway through the season. All right, now it's time to start thinking what what are we gonna do? You know, are we gonna stick with this? Like what do we need to see out of him in order to stick with him? Like then it becomes a fair question. Right, and the offense is still struggling. It's just way I mean it's way too oh my gosh, yes. Like you, he doesn't even have a full season under no, his belt. No, absolutely. I, I am you know what did, didn't help any of this so, is the Patrick Mahomes effect. No, absolutely. So here you go, though. This, this Leading into this conversation perfectly. You know, the guy who sat for a year before is, he Is this idea, like, yeah, and they were talking about this. Somebody said, and they're like, look, 
they know it's way too nuanced you know to what? absolutely say, oh, it's this one issue. But they said, for the sake of this conversation, I'm going to say this is what ruined like quarterbacks coming into the league is the structured salaries for the guys coming in, for those rookies. And he's like, now let me explain. He's like, because when Sam Bradford gets a $60 million signing bonus, he's like, the Rams are going to give him every single last opportunity at that job. Right. Whereas now, the Jets are trading, you know, to get Sam Darnold. And then three years in, they're like, yeah, no, we're good. Sam Darnold's younger than Joe Burrow. Like, and I bet Lamar Jackson is too, actually. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you see that with Lamar Jackson all the time. Lamar Jackson, like, just turned 23 this season, I think. And he's already won MVP. Three years in, yeah. So, like, it's just one of the... So, by the way, every time I'm watching the game and you're, like, getting out, I'm like, ah, oh, almost had to tackle. Like, because I'm just thinking from the defensive mindset. But it's good that we don't have it. I'm just um, running clock, by the way. Um, that's perfect. Like, <laughs> listen, we are not fancy. Um, but like, I, it was an interesting thought. Like, don't get me wrong. In in the grand scheme of things, I I like that you you don't have to commit what would probably be like ninety million dollar signing bonuses to like rookie quarterbacks and stuff now. But there is something to say about that. How like. Yeah, I it hadn't really forced, thought about that. It forced that. teams to, like, make that commitment right. early. And some people are like, yeah, that's the problem. It forced them to make commitments to guys who... And I get that, but, like, it's almost like there's more of a penalty if you messed it up. You know what I mean? Like, or, let's rephrase it. Same situation, but there was more incentive to develop your own guy. You know, like... Again, going to Sam Bradford just because he was one of the last... Like, he might have been the last to get that. Um, there was, in theory, more incentive to be like, all right, well, we need to give Sam Bradford everything he needs to be successful. And Jeff Fisher, the king of 500, wasn't it. Yeah. But, you know, like, I'm like, oh, it, it was an interesting point where you, you didn't have teams necessarily giving up on guys early on. Because now the thought is, oh, we don't want to spend any money on our quarterback. We want to draft a guy who we can control for five years, and really six if you look at the the idea of, or seven even, with the franchise. Although you're not, you don't want to be in that spot. But, you know, like you control them for five years. And so like, you're like, oh, well, we're going to, Really kind of try and spend minimally on the quarterback, and I don't know. It was just, it was. I hadn't really heard it. Yeah, from no, that I hadn't. I had never thought like, about it's that. It's interesting. It is certainly interesting. Um, oh gosh. I don't know. It was just a chip on the Everybody plays as one, and they've been fun to watch today. They're ready to begin another drive. Oh man, you almost had that. The defensive coordinator did a great job with the play call there. Put his defense and alignment in a position to be able to make a play on the football. So close. Perfectly. They just dropped the football. Boy, the offense caught a break there. Five wide. So it's second and ten. One in the 32. Got it. 
and brought down immediately. Up two possessions, tackled inbound, short of the first down. <laughs> See if we can make a play here. Do it. Do it. Get it. That's oh. they run through that guy. <sighs> it's alright. Just waste time. Waste yeah. time. No hurry up. Run it's just frustrating because like we had the guy in the spot and they just didn't make the play. Oh. Or you just don't have anybody in that frame. Yeah. I got burned. I get burned every so often on a, on a deep pass where I'm just like, where's my safety? The safety literally has that part of the field. Where is he? He couldn't be that slow. He sees the receiver going. That's why, like, I like zone, but then sometimes I'm like, I hate zone. <laughs> I feel like I almost always have to play zone because my guys aren't good enough to play zone. Oh, yeah, no, I, 100%. That was our star player who couldn't keep up with the wide receiver. Excellent. That's what you want to see. We don't know they're kicking. I'm really worried that how he's going to really screw this up. So they're kicking it deep. And the return team's looking for the onside. Okay. And he got all of this one. Great kick. Would you kick? I mean, they, three minutes to go with three timeouts. I guess so. And the defense has no answer for it. So they need to stop me. So, all right, so we're pretty much guaranteed at a minimum three first-round quarterbacks. Do you, or, sorry, three top ten quarterbacks. Do you, so, over, under, three and a half, are you taking the over? Do you think they're going to see whoever doesn't go at three will stay in the top ten? I think somebody trades in and gets, gets at least a fourth So. Over, under, and I think five go in the first Three and a half. Are you okay. taking the over? You think you're going to see... I, you just want me to run this, right? Since they're not taking their timeouts? I, I would... Yeah, try... I mean... I'm just going to say try and get the first down. Like, you're not trying to get <laughs> No, I, I mean, I'm trying to get the try first down. Try your best. I'll, I'll try my but best. Yeah, I would, I would run that clock down every time if they're not taking timeouts. I think they might take one after this. Ugh. Hold your blocks! Alright. I mean, it took them almost no time to score, so I'd just be aggressive. Like, you know, like I'm not worried about their timeouts here. It's third down and seven to go. Hold your blocks! Alright. Yes! He caught it. <laughs> Defense calls a timeout. That was that was huge. That was huge. Did they, yeah, they did take a time. Yeah, yeah. So they're down to one. Um, so, all right. Well, if it's you and you're oh, yeah. picking for each team, I assume Lawrence one, Wilson two. Is that where your headspace is at? Yeah. So here's the thing. I I know. I don't know if this is just me being contrarian. So, all right. 
well, like if it's you, you're I not convinced Zach Wilson is the second best. No, no I'm not. I'm not convinced that Trevor Lawrence is that much it's better than some of the other guys. See, yeah, like, see, this is the thing. Like, every, I feel like every year someone says, um, oh, this is the greatest quarterback in a generation. Like, you can't say that every year. Like, it doesn't yeah, work that each way. Each draft class is not a separate generation. Right. I like, every, this is the like, best since Andrew Luck. This is the best since Andrew Luck. Someone but like, says... Um, I know. Oh, this is the greatest quarterback in a generation. And you know, you can't say I, that I have to be clear. What what like it, it might be that is that I've watched him get outplayed the last two years in the playoffs, in the college football playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, Justin Fields outplayed him with whatever injury it was, and I don't know that Broken ribs, I think. Yeah. Like, Justin Fields outplayed him. And it's not like there's a talent gap there. In, in you know, like I'd say the talent at Ohio State and, and Clemson is pretty level. You know, if anything, an edge to Clemson. Like I just, you know what I mean? Like in the year before that, when they got smoked, well, I don't know if they got, I can't remember, but they lost in the in the final. You know, and, and Tua did it. Yeah. Like, I, I know his freshman year was him. He did it. You know what I mean? So, like, there, there is that. But I just, I don't know. And that's not to say that, here's the thing. I think he very well could be the number one pick. But the talk of, like, the generational talent, like, that's where I'm just like, I don't know how you get that from. This is like, some people are like, oh, the fact that he's lost, like, three games uh, since his freshman year of high school or something. Something crazy like that. We've seen those crazy stats before. Right, exactly. That's why, like, I and I know, if Adam was listening, this would be blasphemy, I assume. Oh, yeah, 100%. And, and I'm not sold. Here's the thing. Like, it's tough for me to make that argument because I'm, I'm not making the argument that, like, oh, Zach Wilson is better. You know, like, that's not what I'm trying to do here. Like, I still think Trevor Lawrence may be the best. We have this conversation all the time about overrated. That's kind of how I put him. Not because he's not good, but I'm not just like, I don't know that he's as good as everyone is making it out to be. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, no, I'm with you. I understand. Um, all right, is Parsons the only um, Penn Stater to go in the first round? Does basically, I can rephrase that question as. Does Jason Owe sneak in? I'm going to say no. I think Owe makes it in the last, like, four picks for one of the playoff teams that want a take a flyer to developmental edge rusher. I think we could see him go somewhere late first. He'd be fascinating in uh, Kansas City or... Well, Kansas City's out now. Oh, yeah, you're right. right. What if he went to Tampa? That would suck with it. Game over. Game over. Hey, so we Hallelujah. stayed alive. Stayed so, alive. Yeah, we, we were able to get something, so that's good. Um, we salvaged that. We Man, we didn't look good against Southern Miss. I don't know, we just... We can't maintain maintain momentum, but which, which could be a problem going into a must win. Yeah, going where right. We have to win this. I keep forgetting that this is a regular season game. I keep thinking this is a conference championship, which it's not. But we will play Florida International. We'll see what happens. Um, man, could it be crazy if they're ranked? I guess advance next week. We'll find out. But we'll wrap up the show here. Thanks to everyone that tuned in and watched us poop the bed the first. 
first game, but re rebound. Um, we're still on a quest to get to 500. We're sitting at five and six. Could be our last game on Thursday when we have episode 334, which is our live coverage of the 2021 NFL Draft. However, Justin and I will be playing this game to try to finish out the season. So if we beat Florida International in our 12th game, we will then play a bowl game, I would think. I hope we would make a bowl game. Yeah, I would hope. So if we maybe get there, we don't could be moot. Um, but we'll be here for, you know, for well, for well over an hour since we're covering the first round of the draft. So we will be back this Thursday, uh, April 29th, for episode 334. Uh, we will then be off for two Sundays in a row. We won't do anything uh, a week from now after doing the draft on Thursday. And then two weeks from now is Mother's Day, so we will not be on the air that night either. But when we're back on our normal Sunday night for episode 335 and three Sundays, which would be May 16th, we will be starting season two of our dynasty, probably at Florida Atlantic. Justin and I don't like the jump from a school after one year. We like to get some... Um, we'd like to build it up a little bit before if, we if, leave. Yeah, and I'm not uh, sure we're going to get the offers that we would. Yeah, I'm not be sure if we end up five and seven. I'm not sure too many uh, big time schools are really going to uh, knock down our door. A couple more recruits. I see our coordinators have jumped up a level, so we're slowly improving, but. Um, we will be starting Dynasty Year 2 in three weeks and also starting our NFL division previews as we get ready for the 2021 NFL season. FIU is 10-1 and, and number 24. So we are playing our first ranked team in a while because even Auburn wasn't ranked when we played them. Right, right. Um, first time since when we played Miami or Florida in the beginning. Right, um, Hey, we play better against better competition. That's true. We haven't beaten any of the better teams, but we play pretty well against better teams. So we'll see if we can knock off FIU um, at 24, who's looking to make a, I would think, a pretty decent bowl game if they're sitting at 11 right. 1. But yeah, maybe we can we'll, spoil that for Yeah, let's spoil those, uh, the FIU season. That's definitely what I anticipate to say. Uh, FIU, 24th rank, 10 1. Um, but yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, any shout outs, anything to mention from you, Justin? Uh, not off the top of my head. I'm sure there's something I'm, I'm missing. Oh, well, this was earlier in the week, but uh, my son's birthday was this week. So. Yes, uh, happy belated to Austin celebrating uh, uh, earlier this week. Uh, happy birthday today to one of our um, more avid and recent listeners, Jamie Sands, celebrating. Uh, he was watching earlier. He, um, he comments sure, frequently I'm about sure our hear about, the lost about our coaching decisions uh, in the NCAA program. Uh, we, but we appreciate him tuning in. Happy birthday to him. Uh, happy early anniversary to um, my in-laws celebrating this week. Uh, and I'll be on the air again before my parents celebrate. So um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we needed to say. But we'll be back in just a few days, Thursday night, first round of the 2021 NFL Draft. I'm so ready for the draft to be here and just be done with the draft talk. As much not, as I not love, us, not us, but like it's all like all the other. Yeah. As much as I love mock draft season and talking about it. When we get this close, I'm just ready. Like, I just want to know what's happening. No more guessing. No more subterfuge. Like, just let's get there and get it, get it done. Um, that's where we're at. So, 
I think that's it. We'll see everyone again on Thursday evening for the first round of the NFL draft and our conclusion of year one as coaches of the Florida Atlantic Owls. Um, for Justin Raffoff, I'm Joe Mays. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. We'll see everyone again on Thursday evening for the first round of the NFL draft. That's a wrap on this episode of the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. Brought to you by May's Sandwich Shop. You can watch each weekly episode live on Facebook, Periscope, or YouTube. Be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can also rate and review us on many of these platforms as well. We'd love to hear from you. Send your email to the Mays Sandwich Shop inbox at joemaysandjraff at gmail.com. The Joe Mays and J-Raff Show is a part of the JMNJR Radio Network, home to other productions such as the Bulldog Hour, Tangents with Friends, and Nat Chats with Dad. Until next time.